Yes, yes, yes team. Happy Friday. I hope you are all well. As always with these videos, I will get stuck in straight away because a lot of you will watch these on review. And also, all of the sounds are being extracted to go into the podcast. I'm going through the final hurdles with the podcast. Essentially, I have all of my um, services on a service called Kajabi and the podcast element of it is not great. So just trying to deal with that. And then we're going to have that launched. I'm hoping by next week we'll have that at the same time as the navigation course. The navigation course will be coming to you next week, which I'm extremely excited about. So team, what we're going to go into today is we're going to talk about nutrition. This is going to be a nutrition-related conversation today. And also that any questions that anyone may have to post them below. And that is also in the review uh, of this as well. When you're watching the recording, not review, the recording, when you're watching the recording of this, and questions down to the comments, because I will review them as always, and we will get all the value of all of those questions. So that's absolutely fantastic. Today, we're going to be talking about starting our nutrition journey. You know, a lot of people, we've had a lot of new people come into the Adventure Coach community this week, and relatively recently, we're going to be starting elements of nutrition coaching. But where does that all start? And the thing is, this is a cycle that we can revisit multiple times as we go through our adventure coaching journey, as we go through our journey to become a better version of ourselves, as we go through a journey to become healthier and happier versions of ourselves. Nutrition, implementation and interventions, they all start from the same standpoint. And the first one is trying to figure out what it is that you're trying to achieve. Now, I've just got off a call with someone earlier who basically said to, said to me, look, they know kind of the goal, you know, they want to lose some weight, they want to become more adventure capable, they want to do this, they want to run in snowy mountains was basically the goal. But the thing was, they didn't know what to do for the day to day. And it's fine, it's fantastic, isn't it, to have that goal right at the end, and to look at it off in the distance. But a lot of people, and I think you might agree with me here, a lot of people look at that goal and go, that's nice. But that's in the distance. I don't know how to get to the distance. And the thing is, we get trapped, don't we? Because we look at this and it's a bit like looking across the Grand Canyon and your goal is the other side of the Grand Canyon. You're like, how the hell do I get to the other side of the Grand Canyon? Great big cliff, I've got to drop down there. I've got to scale rivers. I've got to do all these things that I don't really want to do and I don't know how to do because I don't feel capable and competent enough to do them. And that's the beauty of going out of your comfort zone to do something to challenge you, to see something that's off in the distance, to be able to then aim for it. Because what that means is you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. That's the definition of discomfort. That's the definition of growth. Now, how we start, that's where the adventure coach is born. How we start is we understand that there's a lot of information out there. We can Google so much information about weight loss, about nutrition interventions, about manipulating bits of our body part, you know, body composition and things like that. We can manipulate so much stuff and there's so much information. We need to go on this particular diet, you know, but it's my job to decipher all that information and figure out what works best for all of you watching these videos, for all of you in the adventure coaching community, to figure out what the right thing is. And a lot of these things come down to common denominators. And some of these common denominators I'm going to discuss today. So with this call, we're going to be here 15 minutes, probably, depending on questions. I'm hoping not to invite you all to a 45-minute Ben Turner TED Talk, which I do do a few times, I will admit. But I'm going to try and keep this punchy, 15 minutes, because I think this is going to be a great little podcast episode for you to listen back to as well. Now then, what I want to start with here 
are certain things for you to start with right now to improve your overall health, fitness and mindset with an emphasis on nutrition. And you can start them right now. So the first thing when you're looking at your strategy is to understand where you're going. Now, yes, we can look at that goal in the distance. Yes, we can, you know, get super inspired and motivated by that. But we need to we need to understand the nuts and bolts. Are we trying to lose weight? Right. We need to understand the nuts and bolts of that. Are we trying to make weight? Are we trying to manipulate our nutrition for sports? Whatever it is that we're trying to do, we need to understand the nuts and bolts. What is the underarching principle behind that thing? A lot of people want to lose weight at the same time as developing themselves into a more healthier, happier, fitter, stronger, more adventure capable version of themselves. So for that, we need to understand what the basics and the bones are of that weight loss. It is losing weight. It is going into a calorie deficit, eating less, consuming less energy than we are burning. That puts us into a deficit that will lose weight. That is the categorical underarching principle for weight loss, folks. And there is no other way around it. That is the mathematics. However, it's easier said than done. And it's about the implementation of them. So we need to understand, okay, what's the nuts and bolts? Do I want a calorie count? Am I calorie counting at all? Do I feel like I can I can do that? Do I have the time to do that? Maybe it's yes, maybe it's no. It's like a flow diagram. If it's a yes, fantastic. That's fairly simple. You know, we get the NutriCheck app, we track for a week, maybe up to up to about four weeks, and then we figure out what it is that we need to do. Then we go from there, we understand, we look at the metrics, look at the maths, fantastic, we're there. On the other hand, folks, you have more of a mindful approach, a habit-based approach. And that's what I'm going to talk about today because the habit-based approach is something that has a little bit more nuance and sometimes sounds a little bit more airy-fairy, but actually is the one that is most applicable to most people's lives. Habits, what we do day in, day out. When we're looking at our nutritional habits, the best thing to do is just record a food diary. Get a piece of paper, write down every single thing that you decide to eat when you eat it, not retrospectively at the end of the day, because you will be inaccurate. I promise you that, and I'll put money on it. As you eat it, I'm going to eat this and this, 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 and this, and as much detail as possible for seven whole days. Monday to Monday, seven whole days. If you do that, you'll get a really good picture as to your current nutritional intake, its adequacy, its quality, its content. You look back at that and go, huh, didn't realize I ate those hobnobs. Huh, I do eat a lot of pick and mix. You know who I'm talking about. Huh, maybe uh, maybe I could change this. And the thing is, you start to get an impression as to what it is that you can change and what you can alter. This is something called addressing low-hanging fruit. And what that means is you're just changing the easiest things. I eat loads of this. Maybe I should eat not loads of this. I eat several things of that. Maybe I should not eat several things of that. I don't drink enough water. Maybe I should drink some more water. I have seven cups of coffee a day. Maybe I shouldn't have seven cups of coffee a day. You know, these are the insultingly simple things that we can self-assess. And the beauty of self-assessing folks is it gives you confidence and autonomy in your own capability. And that's not just some mumbo jumbo coaching talk. That is you taking control, you sitting in the driver's seat and driving, not being driven. I'm not here to drive you around places. You are driving. What that means is you're going, right, I eat four hobnobs a day. I'm going to eat two because I like hobnobs. Hobnobs are nice. Best dunking biscuit on the market. Chocolate flavor, chocolate covered hobnobs. Fight me. I'm going to eat two of them instead of four. You've made one 
intuitive decision, autonomous decision to make your life better. What are other things that we could do? Well, I'm going to prep breakfasts. Do I eat breakfast at all? If I don't, if I'm not particularly hungry in the morning, you don't need to eat breakfast, team. If you're training first thing in the morning and it's a high intensity training session, then yes, I would advise eating something, something very simple. But that's going to be something we'll come into, I think, in a later video. Maybe we'll do that next week. Let's do that next week. And instead, if I'm not eating breakfast, great, don't eat breakfast. Have your first meal at like 11, 12 o'clock, maybe lunchtime, you know, or mid-morning. But if you're not hungry and then you decide to eat a meal because breakfast is the most important meal of the day, which it's not because that's been scientifically disproven, um, then you are not eating needless calories. Again, the mathematics of what it is that we're eating for no gain. You know, if you're hungry, eat. If you're not hungry, don't eat. It's simple, but it's effective. Now then, think about what it is that you are eating. Are you just coming home and just being like, oh, just eat whatever I've got. No, maybe I'll just pick something up. No, maybe you're eating something that you just, you don't feel fulfilled in. And let me tell you, it takes a lot of confidence to turn around and go, I don't really want to eat that. Two partners, people that you live with, your dog. But you've got to justify your food to the dog, you know. And when you do that, there's a lot of autonomy in that. There's a lot of autonomy and 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 confidence that comes with going, I don't really want to eat that because I know that there's no good or bad foods because there isn't. There aren't good or bad foods. It's our attitude to those foods that counts most. It's this up here that counts most. But if you can take that decision to go, let's do something else, then guess what? You're expanding your, you're expanding your adventure in food. A simple, easy thing for you to change. Drink three litres of water every single day without fail. Easiest thing in the world that you can change. I'm telling you right now, folks, it's in terms of nutrition, you can change that right now. Because I guarantee if you do drink that, you will feel better. Your skin will be clear. You will sleep better. You'll recover better. You'll think clearly. That is the easiest thing on earth you can do right now to change your health tomorrow. After that, when we're looking at nutrition, you know, what are you eating for dinner? Are you, can you see protein in each of your dishes. We don't need to have protein shapes with absolutely everything that we eat. We don't need to, you know, have 16 chicken breasts with every single meal. But instead, we need to go, well, does this plate have some element of protein on it? Is it plant-based? Is it not plant-based? Can I see that? Yes. Is it a decent-sized portion? Yes. Good. What's a decent-sized portion, folks? Well, that's where a little bit of knowledge of what makes up those foods comes into play. But if you're looking at a more typical protein source, your chickens, your meats, your eggs, your tofu, um, or, you know, meat alternatives, for example, on the, on the plant-based market. If that is a staple in the dish, then you're off to a winner. If it's like beans, lentils, legumes kind of thing, which do still have protein in it, then highly suggest that you have multiple sources of protein in that dish. Because what that means is then you're, A, getting tons of variety, which is fantastic. B, you're getting lots of fibre because beans and legumes are high in fibre. Fantastic for gut health. Fantastic for feeling better. There's a real big link between gut and brain. You can't see the camera, but I'm pointing at gut and brain. And this link is something I really want to explore on its own in a separate video. And if we can take care of in here, if we can take care of up here. If we just take a little bit more mindfulness in what it is that we decide to eat, you'll feel more virtuous. You'll feel better. If you feel better, you feel good about what you're eating, then guess what? 
you're going to enjoy this process so much more. You're going to feel like a better version of yourself. You're feeling like you're acting like the best version of yourself. And that's the beauty of it. We don't need to change the world. We just need to do one thing better, really, each day. You know, if you're taking a packed lunch to work, what are you taking in that packed lunch? You know, get some protein in there. Take some ownership of what you're eating. Give yourself tons of variety. Give yourself options. Is it soup? We're kind of coming into soup season now, aren't we? Soup and stew season. You know, are you getting some soup? Let's take some rye bread with it. Let's let's spice up the, the particular type of soup. Put some chicken in there. Get some boiled eggs with it. You know, make some lentils. Make a dal if you're going to make, you know, lentil-based something. If you're going to do beans, maybe try like a, you know, a, a Moroccan bean tagine. Something like that, bean tagine. You know, things like these are going to change your experimentation with food, the more you experiment with it, the more you find it interesting, then guess what? The more you're going to stick with it and enjoy it. And then we can go into the depths of, you know, fibre manipulation and satiety and how feelings of fullness. Yeah, that's further down the road. But the first things first, drinking loads of water, eating plenty of variety and fruits and vegetables and plants and getting plenty of protein, again, from animals or plants, whatever you decide to do. If you can nail those three things and apply them every single day, you will become a better version of yourself. This isn't rocket science. Nutrition is not rocket science. In fact, this is probably one of the easiest places to make the change in you becoming the best version of yourself. You know, the version of you that wants to run 150k, the version of you that wants to do a massive ultra, ultra distance bike ride, the version of you that wants to run across the Austrian Alps, the version of you that wants to take on that first trail run, the version of you that wants to do all these things. It starts with just taking those first steps to look after the day-to-day, doing the do, as it were, putting the two Ps in the machine. The more you can do that successfully over time, it's a bit like paying into a savings account. It's pretty, pretty poor interest rates on savings at the moment. But it's still interest, still money, it's still capital in the bank. The more you can do that and you can stick to it habitually, and guess what? The more money you're going to get, the more wealth you're going to see, the more health you're going to see over time. But you have to trust in the process and love the process along the way. That's the key thing. The more you can do that, the more you will see the process. Uh, Sorry, see the outcome, the positive outcome. So outside of nutrition, what else can we do? Right, I need to jump into a you know, super in-depth training program. No, you need to move more and do anything to move in that day and experiment with movement in that day. Starting journeys can seem really daunting and really hard. But in fact, we can break it down into micro things. Now, I find this when I'm looking for like big races and stuff, and I can't actually remember who it was I was talking to. No, it's gone. And they were like, yeah, I'm doing this really long distance adventure, but I think it's impossible to do this journey. And you're like, well, what I'm, what I'm hearing here is, what I'm hearing is mathematics. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you want to do this distance over this time. Well, let's divide that. Is that realistic? Yeah, probably. Okay. Can we aim for that? Are you there at the moment? No. Great. Can we get there over six to 12 months. Yes, absolutely. Do I know the training program for you to put in place to get there? Yes, absolutely. Can you do it? Do you have the time? Yes, absolutely. Can you see where we're going with this? You take the challenge, you break it down to maths, you understand the figures, you understand the process, you find a strategy that you trust and you do it. And you do it enough so that each day doesn't feel like a chore, but rather feels like something that you can achieve. 
secret of my job for you is to make that one thing that you can achieve slightly more difficult in various increments and surprise you sometimes with some of those increments so that you can surprise yourself and see your progress. Because the more you see that progress, the more you will align with that process, the more you'll stick to it, the better version of you will come out and come dancing in the rain. So when it does come to that, it's great. Manipulating nutrition, fine. Manipulating fitness, fine. What about the mindset? Well, manipulating the mindset, that's quite hard. That sounds like you're going to be you know, sat there with a colander on your head with loads of wires and stuff going on. No joke, I knew someone who did that once upon a time. And sometimes it can feel a little bit daunting, like you don't know where to start, like it's going to be an ugly place to go. You know, a lot of us don't want to go into the deep, dark filing cabinets of our minds, folks. And what we need to understand is, first and foremost, how do we think of ourselves? When we look at ourselves in the mirror, what do you think? When you look at the actions that you take each day, what do you tell yourself? What do you think of you? Quite a deep question. I want you to mull on it for a little bit while I extend my TED talk. Because the more you understand how you think and talk about and perceive yourself, the more you're going to understand how long this journey is going to be or how short this journey is going to be. If you find that you are looking at yourself in the mirror going, there's so much more I could give. I just feel like I'm letting myself down each day. Maybe I feel like I'm working myself to the bone, but not really any, you know, any point. I'm working and not doing anything. I don't want to live to live for my work. I want to I want to work so I can do stuff. You know, work is a force multiplier of me becoming better. I don't just want to do the daily grind, come home, go to bed, do it again. Maybe you don't like that part of your life. Maybe it's time to take a risk. Maybe it's time to get uncomfortable. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's time to just do the smallest things to help you progress forward. Maybe it's time to just look at that and go, well, I've got a spare weekend this weekend. Let's go and do something. And plan it and put it in the calendar. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and uh, they were talking. he was talking about um, what him and his fiance were doing. And it was like, you know, oh, we've got this like app thing to track stuff and I'm a bit like oh I'm not sure about it and I said well why are you not sure about it talk to me about you know how you feel about that this is definitely how I talk to my friends bless him he's a, he's a nice chap and uh, he was he was like oh I just I don't know it just feels like things are planned and I was like I'm sorry but your fiance is planning things to do with you like how amazing is that you could really be spontaneous and catch her off guard because she definitely won't expect it and just book something in for this weekend and, you know, you've got the day off on Sunday, so go and do it. And he did it. And they had a wonderful day out. And do you know what? It was, it was, it just goes to show that if you just have something that you can book in at the weekend and put into your family calendar or just tell people what you're going to do and you do it with people and share that experience, then you're going to be, you're, you're improving up here by not doing deep therapy work. You're just doing things that make you feel good. And the more you do things that make you feel good, that have a good positive outcome for other people, which is how I'm going to caveat that one, you know, the more you're going to bring out the better version of yourself. I'll level with you, folks. The best version of myself comes out here when I'm talking to you lot. You know, whether I'm on a mountainside or whether I'm sat in my office or I've been glaring at this ring light for too much, for too long, my eyes go fuzzy. You know, my best version of me comes out because it's I enjoy what I do. And I enjoy to see your comments and your progress and everything else that you see. The more you do that and touch, touch base with, 
you know, the better version of you and do something important for you and not just sit and watch TV and just, you know, mince about, the better life is going to be. But guess what? You have to be uncomfortable to do that first thing. And it could be as so small as being as uncomfortable to, you know, just put a date in a calendar versus being uncomfortable to planning a weekend away or starting a nutrition intervention or starting fitness and going outside to the gym and doing something. But guess what? It's small things that compound over time. Because you do that one thing. It's a bit like writing a list. I don't have any lists, which is rare in front of me. Uh, you know, you write that list, and you tick things off. Well, most people will write a list and they won't write a list necessarily of massive things. Or if they do, they'll break it down to small things. But what people tend to do is write things down in loads of small things. You know, it's like, I have to do this thing and this thing and this thing. You could have probably linked all those three things together, but you decided to break it down to three. Why did you do that? Well, tick, tick, tick. Three ticks straight away. Easy. Good. Done. Feel good. Next, progress. Those three ticks could be get some outside time first thing in the morning, drink some water. Maybe listen to something instead of drink some water. Maybe, maybe go outside first thing in the morning, listen to something positive and do a workout. I've got three things to do this morning. Well, guess what? You're going to go outside to do a workout while listening to something positive. Three birds with one stone. Tick, tick, tick. You feel like you've had the most virtuous morning ever because you feel ready for the day ahead. You feel positive. You feel like you've got some endorphins going. You've worked out. You've done these things. You got outside. It was raining, but you got out there and did it anyway. Guess what? You feel fantastic. These are the important things, folks, of how to change things, to change your state. You know, it's a bit like pushing a car. You know, a health and fitness and adventure intervention can feel like pushing a dead car. You know, when you're going to try and bump a car, I've, I've never really been able to actually do this, but you put it into like second gear, it's dead and you get people to push it and you kind of like do something with the clutch and apparently it starts the engine. It's never happened to me. I've seen it done so many times, but I've never been able to do it. It can feel a bit like that and it can feel like you are a big car that's just not moving. And guess what? The first thing you've got to do is get some shoulders into the back of the car and just put some pressure against it. You put a little bit of pressure against it and everyone puts an even amount of pressure, then guess what? The car's going to move. It's not just one person trying to pull the car forward with their biceps. It's about trying to do the little things and working in tandem with this forward momentum of what it is that you're trying to achieve. Doing the small things, pushing the car, getting it moving. You don't, you don't bump a car by literally putting it into warp speed straight away. It's not a Tesla you know, you're trying to bump a car by just pushing. You want to move it first, get off the driveway, get out of the parking space. This is what we need to do with this. So to those who are new to The Adventure Coach, welcome. I want you to think about this one now. I want you to ponder it on a Friday night. I want you to think, I've got this big, long journey ahead of me. In fact, everybody has. Everybody's got this big, long journey in front of me. And you're all on different paths, different areas, sorry, different places of that path along the way. I have not had enough to drink today and my mouth's gone really dry. It's really hard to talk. And I want you to think, well, if I am on this journey, where am I right now? Right now. Dehydrated. Maybe I've not eaten right. Maybe I am a bit disappointed in, you know, certain things that's going on. Maybe I've just had a really bad day. Think about it objectively. Go, right, this weekend I'm going to do something for me. I'm going to improve my state by doing this. I'm going to comment below exactly what you're going to do. 
whether you're watching this on repeat, whether you're watching this live, whether, you, whether you're watching this again later, I'm going to task you all to do it and I'm going to comment and, and tag you all in it later. Tell me what you're going to do this weekend that's going to push you forward, push the margin forward in the smallest increment, but the smallest increment is still going forward in the right direction. That could be nailing a workout, that could be going for a long run, that could be having a tough conversation, that could be negotiating your time with family around you, which we do have to do sometimes, you know, in order to book a goal that you've wanted to do. Maybe it's to jump onto the first part of the adventure coach and work through some of the bits and pieces that you've got to do. Whatever it is, comment it down below and we'll dive into it. And I'm going to tag everybody into it so that everybody can do it and everyone can see what their impression, what each other's impression is of small incremental progress. Because I guarantee there'll be somebody who will give it, give it the beans and there'll be a massive goal they've got to do this weekend. And then they'll put it next to someone else who maybe doesn't have a massive goal, but it's an achievable goal that then they can get done at the weekend. It doesn't need to be massive. It just needs to be doable. If it's doable, you get it done. If you get it done, you feel good. Intention, folks. Intention breeds action. Action that is achievable breeds progress to then re-establish intention and re-establish action. And the more you repeat that cycle, the more you will see progress. And that I promise you. Right. So I'm going to leave you there. We're on 26 minutes. Thank you for all of your attention. And I'm going to leave you with these summary points. First and foremost, nutrition, uh, sorry, starting your nutrition journey starts with the smallest things. What's the night, you know, eat some variety, eat some protein, drink some water and think about what it is that you're eating. Be mindful. Think every time you put, you know, you, you, you make a dish together. Ask yourself the version of me that I'm trying to become. Picture that person. OK, would that person eat what I'm about to eat? If it's like, no, that person would not go to McDonald's, then don't go to McDonald's. Maybe that person would enjoy a pizza night, you know, legit, enjoy a pizza night. And they do have a pizza night. Good. Enjoy it. Please send me a picture because I love pizza. You know, if you're about to do a workout and instead you click snooze, would the version of you do that that you're trying to become? No. So get up, get the workout done. You know what I mean? It's the small incremental changes and giving yourself the self-accountability to get it done. If you get it done, you will feel fantastic. And then once you feel fantastic, share it. Post it in this group because that's what it's here for. Share that journey and then tell us all about it because I want to hear it. All right, team. So thank you very much for your attention on a Friday evening. I hope you are all well and having a fantastic start to the weekend. I am looking forward to hearing all of your plans for the weekend. I'll be putting a little challenge for you below in the comments, ready for this weekend coming off the back of this video. I wish you all the very, very best. Have a fantastic time this evening and uh, this weekend, and I'll catch up to you very, very, very soon. Nice one, team. Peace.